0: us this morning as today is the first day of the new legislative session and joining us this morning from district 59b is representative esther agbaje good morning glad you're with us this morning how are you
1: good morning i am doing well on this uh looks like another cold morning
0: (laughs) yes indeed 12 degrees above zero right now it's been quite a while since we've spoken and this new legislative session is underway later today let's start with the logistics what about how will the legislature set itself up when it comes to the dispositioning of people itself as we continue with the pandemic
1: i think we're going into the session making sure that we are taking care of people especially our frontline workers that was something that we weren't able to get done this summer and i think that's still going to be top of mind as we start this new session
0: Everyone, Esther Abaji, with us this morning. I was reading where uh, Representative, I'm sorry, the Majority Leader Ryan Winkler was saying that the caucus is looking for creative ways to addressing the burgeoning crime problem, which includes about a $300, uh, $300 million proposal from Governor Tim Walz and a $100 million plan from the House DFL. Tell us about how that would unfold.
1: Those are plans that we want to look at how we can keep everyone safe, I think it has a different variety of activities from uh, making sure that we're supporting our police officers, that they have the right tools with them, but also making sure that we are providing resources for our community members. That way kids have a safe place to play. Um, There's other educational opportunities, recreational opportunities that they can have, um, and ways that we can bring the community into the conversation about safety. So we're not just always thinking about the fear of it, but really, what can we do to come together to make our neighborhoods more safe?
0: I know Representative Frazier, the vice uh, chair of the Public Safety and Criminal Justice Reform Finance and Policy Education uh, Committee, and he's looking at things uh, that uh, talk about uh, uh, making sure that the officers are taking care, ca- properly managing body-worn cameras and uh, not using excessive force. Is that something that you're in favor of?
1: Yes, definitely. We want to make sure that at the same time um, that that our police officers are being held accountable when they do something wrong. I think that's part of building up a sense of safety that when you call someone to come help you, they're not going to harm you. Um, so we want to make sure that, that everyone on both sides of the equation has what they need.
0: Interesting Esther Abaji with us representative from district 59B and as we talk about uh, districts uh, redistrictor- redistricting is a big deal and that has to be done by uh, the 15th of no I'm sorry of February why is that important
1: Well, that's the important time where across the whole country, um, we're seeing uh, redistribution of people because of our census numbers. Um, So in Minnesota, you know, we grew. We were also able to maintain our eight congressional districts. um, And then that will also show up at the state level of kind of what cities grew, what cities didn't. So you're going to see some districts shrink and some districts expand. Um, But it's also important that we're creating the lines in a way that's fair and and in a way that allows representation from multiple communities to have their voices heard in the state house and the state senate
0: really interesting and i know that's something that's been capturing the imagination of a lot of people not only here in the twin cities but across the state is a surplus of money that the state has in this call for 7.7 billion dollars and there have been a lot of people talking about walls bucks or walls dollars whatever you want to call it Uh, but how do you think that money should be redistributed
1: You know, I think it's time that we really start investing in areas that we haven't really before. Housing is really one of the places currently our state budget only really covers is 1% dedicated to housing. I think we have an opportunity with that additional surplus to really start to make a dent into housing in terms of shelter, making sure people are in transitional housing so they can get into something permanent, supporting renters where we know it's really hard to afford the rent right now and supporting more pathways into home ownership, especially for our black and brown Minnesotans.
0: Interesting. On the other side, the House Republican Minority Leader says that uh, perhaps that money should be spent on recruitment and training and retention of law enforcement officers. What do you think?
1: You know, I think that we already spend significant amount of money on our law enforcement officers. I think cities and states um, across the country are putting in lots of dollars there. I know we have in Minneapolis. And so the issue is really, can we train them properly? Can we retain them? And can we make sure we're deploying them in the appropriate way?
0: Do you think we should return the money to, uh, to homeowners? Well, not necessarily homeowners, but everybody, not just a certain class of resident in the state of Minnesota?
1: I think we have an opportunity to use the money where it needs to be used, right? Okay. I think a lot of people will tell you, you know, we still need support in education, even though for the amount of money we still fund in education, I think inflation-wise, we're about $600 behind per student, so that's a resource that we know pays dividends in the future. Again, with housing, when you have stability, um, that makes it a lot easier for people to keep up with their education, with their jobs with their health. Um, And then similarly, as you know, we can also use this funding to continue to help with the COVID-19 pandemic we're still going through. And that really helps keep everyone safe and healthy for the future. So I think everyone's got different ideas and we'll battle it out. But at the end (laughs) of the day, we're going to do what's best for Minnesota.
0: Exactly. And uh, let's wind up where we first started with the pandemic. I know that uh, several municipalities across the state have their own ideas about masking and vaccine and so forth. Do you think that this should be something that should be uh, legislated by the state of Minnesota?
1: You know, I hope that when we start legislating, particularly around the pandemic, I I hope we're looking at long-term strategies, right? Because we do know that COVID-19 is not only just about the, sick, the initial sickness or the death, but it's also about the people who are getting long COVID and the disability factors that are now popping up in the long term. So how are we going to support people who have been sick by COVID and continue to be affected by COVID for the rest of their lives?
0: Well, do you have a final thought for us this morning, uh, Representative Akbachi?
1: Um, I think just going into the new session, I'm really excited. Uh, as many of you know, it's still my first term, so this is my first, second session. Um, and I think we're just, we're really glad to be able to continue to go back to work for Minnesotans. And we are, you know, really welcome people to send us their ideas um, and engage with us. We are here, and we're here to serve uh, the people of Minnesota.
0: It's really interesting. Is it, It's probably nothing like what you imagined when you ran for office uh, planning to sit in the big rotunda and the legislative chambers—it's been quite different, hasn't it?
1: It has. Yeah, we haven't really—we actually really haven't gotten <laughs> to sit in the chamber as much <laughs> as possible. Um, but um, no, but it's been—it's been a great experience, and I'm really honored and uh, glad to be representing this great district.
0: All right, uh, we'll be talking with you and uh, Senator Mor- I'm sorry, Representative Moran, and uh, a number of different legislators as we go through this session. And I can't thank you enough for kicking off this discussion. And I'm sure we'll be doing this again throughout the legislative session and beyond. Thanks so much for being with us this morning.
1: Thanks. Appreciate it. Bye. Our
0: our pleasure.